You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What is up, y'all? Welcome to the best bits of the week, it's Morgan, and this podcast, I bring on a show member, and we talk about live, sometimes in segments, but not usually. And this weekend, I'm bringing on Abby. What is up? What's up? This is about to be chaos. I just finished eating a ho-ho that got sent <laughs> to the studio because I am, like, dying. This is, we're recording this the day after the CMAs. Oh, yeah. And we all are just drained of energy. It's like a vampire came in and just sucked the life out of all of us. It really is. Yeah, that's how I feel. I know, but I am still on a high from last night. I'm still that on a high, awesome. but, like, my adrenaline's yeah. gone. <laughs> yeah, the adrenaline's gone, so now I'm just like, I got coffee just now. I'm like, oh. I'm so tired. I know. And like, I need to work out, but there's no chance. Like, I I have not worked out once this week because of how much we've had going on. Mm -hmm. But gosh, do I need to. But I do not have the energy. Same. And we're just going to be pushing the energy boundaries here just to get through this podcast. (laughs) So if it's pure chaos, the people know why. Yep. We warned you, right? This is our formal warning. I know. We're just going to dive in because we're going to get this thing going. You ready? Let's do it. All right. At number seven this week, rejected segments. You guys love to hear the things that we suggest they get rejected. I don't know why you guys thoroughly enjoy us being rejected, but you do. <laughs> and so that happened this week. Bobby shared some that he did chose not to do for actual segments, but then they still get chosen as a rejected segment. Mm-hmm. So we still talk about them, but, you know, don't actually do the bit. I don't really have anything to say about rejected segments because it kind of makes me sad, you know, and basically this whole best bits is my rejected segments in a way. So, right. Yeah. You bring up things we didn't. Yeah. Talk about, right? So, you know, I it, it, whatever rejected segments is out there. OK, <laughs> uh, I have some random questions and that's how we're going to get started. OK. What is your favorite way to spend your day off? Oh, my gosh. I sleep in. Oh, love sleeping. Okay, definitely. Yes. I mean, starting I, off good. Yeah, I can sleep until like eleven. I mean, I know people my age. They're like, oh, I can't, I can't sleep in past like seven. I just get up within like without an alarm. I'm like, no, I'll sleep till eleven or noon. no chance. Any person who can wake up without an alarm, I don't understand. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's more, I guess, older people or I don't know. You know, I don't even know like if it's they're just like so routine and they can do it. 
But like, if I don't set an alarm on a weekend, I'll be sleeping until three o'clock in the afternoon. Okay, good. I feel more mm-hmm. normal now. <laughs> yeah, my bo- my body does not have an internal clock. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's so, just existing. It's constantly riding on neutral. I know, <laughs> right? Yeah. But they say not to do that. You're supposed to like keep a consistent through the weekends. I'm like, no, that is my time to catch up. I ain't listening to anybody. You know why? Because my mental health matters also. And the only thing that makes me feel better on the weekends is sleeping in. Exactly. Yeah. So I sleep in and then I go get my coffee. And then if it's nice out, I'll go for a hike or a run or I'll go to the gym. I like to go shopping. (laughs) You know me. You do love love your shopping. Yes. So it's basically running errands and getting stuff done around my house. I feel like if my house is a mess my brain and I'm just it's like chaos in my head. So I'm like, I need to clean everything. I just clean and do laundry. Like oh. that's my day off. <laughs> kind of sad, but, but I like, it makes me feel like I'm being productive, you know? Yes. I'm with you. It's really hard. Like I always like to try and be that person that doesn't do much on a day off. Cause I'm like, I need to actually not do things. I'm yeah. always doing things. I need to turn my brain off. Mm-hmm. And every time I try and do that, like, let me tell you when I was sick this past week, I think it was a week ago now. And I could not physically do anything. I was bored out of my mind. I watched like 36 hours of television and I'm like, I do not know what the outside world looks like right now. And I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not good about that. Just I need like to be staying better. Home. Yeah, yeah. That's how I am. Staying home, not doing anything. not Just like not even being productive. Mm-hmm. Like not cleaning the house, not taking care of things. Like just kind of like just chilling. Mm-hmm. I am not capable of doing that. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. How are you like during facials? Because I got a gift card. You know, I've never had a facial done. Oh, you haven't? Mm -hmm. Oh, or like a massage, I guess. Massages, I'm good. Because I, hey, you rub it all over my back. I feel great. (laughs) You can relax? Yeah. That's when my mind, when they're doing a facial, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to be doing this. I got to be doing, I'm wasting so much time right now. Okay, so you can't like, I can't turn my like productivity off and you can't turn like your brain off. Yeah, I just cannot shut it off. They're like, you can go sit in the relaxation room after and just chill. I sat there for two minutes and I was like, I cannot do this. I feel like I have so much to do. Yes. So I was like, I can't waste my time in here, even though I need to take full advantage of the spa since you're there. But that I'm is like, true. I got to go. I have been thinking, I'm like, you know, I really should just like treat myself to like a really good spa day. You I should. I haven't done that ever. I haven't done like a full blown day of spa. You have to do a facial. I've done like a massage. Yeah. And that's about it. But like go and get like all the things done mm-hmm. just because like they do in the movies. Yes, do it. Why not? Spa day. That's what you need to do on your next day off. Mm-hmm. That is spa day. Yeah, but then I'd be saying about all the productive things I still need to do. See, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's like they're waiting for you when you get out. And that's yep. what, all I, I can think of. The only so. way I can relax in those is when I do all the productive things beforehand. If I get everything done and then I go and do something, then I can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But I have to get everything done or like make sure I like crossed off a few things on my checklist Mm -hmm. because then I feel productive and then I'm not like sitting during things being like oh I have so much to do because I did do things off of that list right yeah yeah Mm -hmm. can I tell you I've only gotten one massage ever in my life yeah and it was the worst it was the worst experience oh my gosh is that why you've never gone back and got another one probably because it was at a bachelorette party and so it was like nine girls and we all wanted to be in there at the same time not in the same room but in the spa and you got to choose different things like a facial or a massage and so I got a facial and a massage and there was only one guy and I would rather have a girl um and I was the only one that got this man so no one else had this experience but he was like probably 70 I would say like and he kept (laughs) like he kept moaning I'm not even kidding he was making the the worst sounds I almost got up oh that's I don't know why you didn't I don't like sir this is enough I was like is this (laughs) <laughs> this can't be normal. I just didn't want to cause a scene. Mm-hmm. 
you know, with all this bachelorette party there, because I was the one that planned it. So I didn't want to walk out and be like, this guy is disgusting and like ruin it. And it was 30 minutes and the longest 30 minutes of my life. Oh my gosh. And okay, you have like to go get an actual massage and like one that you will enjoy. Yeah, it made me very uncomfortable. I feel like he should have been reported because he kept going on the side. Like inappropriate, like not good. Yikes. Oh, now that I yeah, look back, it's just not good. That's not good at all. No. So now I'm scarred. Because I'm like thinking, I'm like, I think I've had my side touched, but it was like they were like massaging full body. I never felt uncomfortable. Okay, yeah. And he lowered like the towel down below, down like my butt. <laughs> this is he exposed TMI. the whole butt. Yeah, yes. And I'm like, that's not necessary. Oh yeah, no, they it, don't expose the whole butt. How does that happen? This is like one of the best rated spas Mm-mm. in Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. You should have reported that. I should have. Lesson learned. See, okay, and you also need to go like and get a legit massage so you can know that they're the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because they to... are good and normal things that does not happen. I promise you. Okay, good. So that's on your list now is to go get it an actual is. massage and you got to like have a better experience because mm-hmm. gosh, that's terrible. I know. I hate to hear that. I don't know how I got on that, but. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Okay. What's the wildest thing you've ever done? The wildest mm-hmm. thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. It's wild. Wild. It's always like at bachelorette parties. I don't know how exactly like wild. Hey, bring on the wild. Bring me the stories, Abby. Well, we just were like dancing like on tabletops and I have videos. And <laughs> See, I love it. Is that it. like wild? Yeah, that's wild. We did, you know, speaking of bachelorette parties, when I went to Tampa for my, my girlfriend's bachelorette this past year, we went to a bar and the place there was doing some type of their video promotions. And so they gave us champagne bottles mm-hmm. to pop and spray on everyone. Oh, oh yeah. It was a, <laughs> oh, uh-huh. I did it. I did it. And I went wild and I was in my neon, my like rave outfit. And I had my sparkly, um, bright and flashing scrunchies on my space buns. And I'm on stage just like popping it. And then I just shake it and spray it on everyone. It was crazy. It was a crazy experience. That's fun, though. It was fun, but I definitely think a lot of people hated me that I sprayed Probably. them, but I got told that I had to do it. What? That was the only way I got free champagne. And you know, your girl's going to do just about anything for some free alcohol. <laughs> yeah, and then, but then it's you that they get mad at. Mm-hmm. The ones that like did their hair. But I never saw them again, so it doesn't even matter. That's true. I think I'd be kind of mad <laughs> Yeah. if there was like champagne. It's fair. But if I see, listen, if I ever even see a champagne bottle at a bar, I, I know what's coming and I avoid the area. Uh-huh. So it's on them. They weren't paying attention. That's true. You know? Mm -hmm. But I did do that. So I'm with you on the craziness at bachelorette parties. Okay. Listen, girls get wild on bachelorette parties. They do. They don't do anything like stupid. Nothing they're going to regret. Mm -hmm. None of the ones I've been on. It's never like things you regret. It's just like you just really get wild. And it's like ladies night out. Genuinely. Yes. Full on. Like no cares in the world. That's what happens. No cares at all. Mm -hmm. And they're amazing. Yeah. And then in Austin, which I can't believe I did this. I don't know why I did this. Most everybody else like went back to the house. It was like 20 girls at the house. And me and another girl, I don't know why we got the idea to do this. And I don't even know if we can put it. But we went to a strip club, (laughs) which I'm, well, I don't do that. Like, why would I even, I just haven't ever done that. I had never been to one. I was like, why not? I'm out of town, whatever. And I, I didn't, I mean, it was weird. It was weird. I was like, there's girls up there dancing. It was Mm-hmm. Very out of place, awkward. Hey, people feel different things about it. There's it's across the board of the it opinions is. people feel about it. So um, it, it was, was like a wild, wild. Hair. 
like yeah. a wild hair moment for I was just like, why not? I'm probably not going to do this. It's not like I'm going to go in Nashville. That's weird. You had to you, you had to do it once in your lifetime kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Okay. I don't think it's a bad thing. That's probably and yes, it's while. allowed to be part of this. Hey, somebody, some girls are out there just making their living. That's what they're doing. Yes, that's true. So hey, and they're proud of their bodies. So we'll we'll leave it on that. Yeah. I like it. I like wild hair, Abby. Okay. Nice. I'll leave it at that. There's probably more stories. But I can't oh, yeah. No. <laughs> you know? Can't, can't no. detail those. Those no, can't be recorded kidding. in public form. Yeah. What would your superhero power be? Oh, man. Oh, well, mine would be go back in time. Is that one? Is that like a superhero power? Yeah. Okay. Here, or let's not do really. it this way. Give me the one that you want mm-hmm. and then give me one that you actually have. And it could be like, obviously, it's not going to be like, I can see through things, mm-hmm. but like your genuine superpower. And I'll let you think about this. Let me, let me break down mine and maybe that'll help you okay. with an idea. Yeah. So if I had a superpower, like actual legit from the movies, it would be to uh, be able to run super fast because in running super fast, you can get away from things. You're basically invisible and you can travel through time. It's like the one yes. that you have like all the abilities through mm-hmm. and you can like go on trips and you're there in a flash. Basically, the flash is who I'd want to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would be like my actual superpower. But my my real superpower in real life, and it's funny, the reason this happened is because I was I was talking to like my mom and my therapist, and like your actual like genuine superpower is the ability to have empathy for other people regardless of a situation. Mm-hmm. Like even in the worst of times, darkest times, like you have hope, you have empathy. And I've learned to own that, but it's a, dang, it's a, she's not a pretty one sometimes and she's not fun to have. But um, most of the time I do really enjoy that that is my superpower. Oh, so, I like that. Yeah. I hate, I'm trying to also be good about, you know, complimenting myself. Yeah. proud of myself. We yeah. need more of that. Because mm-hmm. we don't think of those things like, oh, what am I really good at or what makes me who I am? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and in, in my on the flip side of that coin, the <laughs> the revenge side of Morgan, I guess you can say as Taylor would say, the dark side of me um, would be that I have an uncanny ability. If somebody does me wrong, I can turn them off like a light switch and I will never look back. There will never be a second thought in my brain. I'm really good. It's it's the. The dark side of this empathy is that I will give out that empathy like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. And I will give second chances. But if I if something happens and you give me a reason, I will turn that off with no question. And Oof. I will not like the the best metaphor I can give is like if somebody puts gasoline on a fire, I will be the one to set the match. And I will not. I will <laughs> set it in a movie and yeah. I will turn around and I will never speak to you again. Wow. Yes. Which is good. That's mm-hmm. hard to do. Teach it's very me hard to do. Teach me your ways. <laughs> oh. But like I said, it, it takes steps for me to get to that point. But when I do, it is not good for like if that person on the other side ever wants something else. Like It's like if they were to talk to me, it'd be like they're talking to Robot Morgan. Like there's no light in my eyes mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. No, so I feel my you. dark and my light superpowers. I love it. A little peek into Morgan's brain. Yeah. That yes. yes. Okay. Did it help you come up with yeah. one? Okay. Mm-hmm. Go. So, well, the one that I would want to have would be be invisible. <laughs> I know that's kind of part of yours. No. Hey, it's okay. Like, I just want to be able to go anywhere and spy on people. See all the gossip. And What's yes, happening? Right. And like, I don't know. 
I don't even know what all you could do being invisible, but I feel like you, you could, could do a lot of things. You could also steal a lot of things. That's what I was kind of thinking. I was like, you could like rig the lottery or something. I don't know. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Or it's already rigged. <laughs> Is it already rigged? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't Bo- know. Bobby sure seems to think so. That's what he mentioned on the show this week. I know. I feel like after this week, that was a lot. It is possible. Like billions. There's nothing that's impossible at this point in our lives. Let's yeah. just throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then the other, oh, my superpower I would say is listening. Like I'm way better at listening and letting people like feel comfortable around me. I feel like all my friends always come to me because I just like listen, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. one to like talk. I'm just there to be like a listening ear. And I feel like that's hard sometimes because a lot of people in this world like to talk about themselves or, you know, mm-hmm. and it's kind of hard to get a, a conversation. And so I'm like, I'm just going to be the listener. I'm not going to judge. <laughs> And I'm going to give you advice if I have it, which I feel like I do have good advice. Yeah. I don't take any of it myself, <laughs> but like, I'll give Isn't you really that good what always happens? <laughs> yeah. Like dating advice. I'll give you all of it, but I'm not going to listen. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think that's a really important quality to be able to be a good listener because you are right in that we don't have a lot of good listeners. Mm-hmm. And the also ability that something you've said in there is to not judge. It is really easy to judge people. It's very easy to see something and be like, I wouldn't have done it that way or this is the correct way to do it. And there's no other way. Mm-hmm. Having, being able to listen and not judge, that is definitely a superpower for sure. I know. And and I feel like people, when they are talking, they're like, oh my gosh, don't judge me. And I'm like, I have to be like, oh, that's not at all. I would mm-hmm. never judge you. Cause I know I have things that are, you know, I feel like people could judge me for, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to judge. We all have things going on or we all make mistakes. And See, and that is your superpower. Boom. <laughs> I love it. See, I'm glad we're talking about superpowers. Okay. We also had a super awkward uh, moment that happened on the show this week. Lunchbox asked Breland for tickets to his show with Shania Twain. So basically what happened, this CMA week, there's a lot of CMA content in here because it's been CMA week and so much CMA events and work we've had to do. Well, pre-CMA awards, we had two days full of remotes where we do a bunch of interviews and during one of these interviews, Lunchbox interviewed Breland, and he asked him for tickets. And it was incredibly awkward. Abby and I were both there, and I was like, did this really just happen in real life? So uncomfortable. Yes. And you guys will hear it for yourself because you'll hear the audio in the best bits, just the bits. But do you have any awkward run-in or just an awkward encounter with someone recently? And I have to tell you about this because obviously with CMAs, I went and got my nails done. Keep in mind, I get my nails done maybe two, three times a year. I'm really not somebody that goes and gets my nails done. Mostly because my feet are incredibly ticklish. I hate people touching my feet. <laughs> and uh, two, I just, I've, I feel better about doing it myself instead of going to pay for it. All right. <laughs> I, I'm really weird about that. But my nail lady, so she did my pedicure and it was great. And they all turned out beautifully. Like, they're wonderful. She did a great job. But the lady, while she was doing my nails, like my hands are up. Okay, so let me paint the picture. If you've never gone and got a manicure before, you have your hands up and they're sitting on this table and you kind of have like your elbows on the table and they're like working on your nails. And I had both of them up and she straight up kept hitting my hand. Whoa. Telling me to relax. Like, and instead of just saying, hey, relax your hand and like just allowing me to do it, she kept hitting them. Why? Like I, like I was being smacked by my mother yes. in some capacity. You're being scolded. Yes. Like it stop. Was straight, and she wow. did it multiple times. And I wasn't even like purposely trying to be tense. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I, I was paying attention to other things and my hands were just kind of existing. And she just like, it was the most aggressive someone has ever been to me in a capacity where I was paying them. 
Yes, that is. Did she say anything? <laughs> she just kept like. Oh no! Straight up, she just kept doing it. Oh my god! And then finally, I think my aunt was like, "Okay, I've had enough being hit at, so I'm just gonna like not do that anymore." It's like red when you leave. <laughs> yeah, because you're not hitting it. Like, what is going on? That is strange. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Right? For sure. But yes, awkward. Yeah, I don't know. I, you're still, like, I still tipped her really good because honestly, my nails look really great. So I, I, so it was worth it. Maybe it that's was why. worth it. But honestly, I just don't. I do not know what happened. I've I never know. had someone so passively aggressive yell at me. No. And that's and always. And pay them. The way. <laughs> yeah. Afterwards. I know. It was a very weird encounter for me. Oh, my gosh. Have you had any like just kind of awkward encounters that you're like, what is happening? Well, I kind of did this week when Nate Smith came to the remotes. Yes. (laughs) Like I saw him walking down the hallway and I was like, oh, my gosh, I like he was coming towards our booth. And I was like, Lunchbox was still there at this point. And I was Mm -hmm. like, can he not talk to him? I was like, let's just I don't want him to see him because I know what he's going to do. And then he's going to make it more uncomfortable because I don't even think um, Nate didn't even know any of this was going on where everybody thought it was flirty to oh, him. Like, yeah. I don't think he even knew we were talking about that. No. And so I knew that would be awkward for him and Lunchbox would make it whatever. And so I just came and sat on the chair because I thought we were done. I didn't know if we were going to stay any longer. And that's when Nate was like, or um, <laughs> Lunchbox was like, who's that? Oh my, is that your boy? I'm like, no, it's not. Like, why do you call it my boy? <laughs> like, we interview people all the time, but mm-hmm. you don't call it, you know? And so luckily he left. <laughs> and then you talked to him. <laughs> he did. We did. Ooh. Lunchbox at least listened to us and saying that he couldn't do it. Yes, he actually mm-hmm. did. But I was like, I feel like now every time I see Nate, it's just going to be awkward now. <laughs> I don't think like, so, because in that conversation when I did talk to him, that's why I wanted to clear the air, because the reality is if he didn't hear it, he's likely going to hear it from someone. Right. And so at the very least, it was a conversation that was like you were there. You could have your your say in the matter. Mm hmm. And it wasn't going to be awkward at the end of it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, we're clearing the air and then you move forward and there's no more talk about it. That's true. Okay. At least I tried. Yes. No, you did. So and I don't I know if he... I help, but we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I think he handled it well. He doesn't seem like the weird, like awkward type, but I was just, it was awkward for me because I was like, oh, I don't want him to feel weird. It was. You know, what's funny too about Lunchbox is I, I've noticed something about him. He loves just to fill the void because Lunchbox this is where Lunchbox and I are polar opposites is that he can handle anything uncomfortable. He loves uncomfortability. Yes, he like loves that. He thrives off of it. I hate it. I hate being in an uncomfortable situation. It makes me very, very like I start giggling. I start laughing because I don't know what else to do. Even just like sitting in the office before we were recording this podcast, he's losing his voice as some people heard on the show this week. (laughs) And from from so much yelling. And I told him, I'm like, Lunchbox, your voice is just louder than the average person. So it's going to be more fragile when you go and you really yell loudly. And then we were sitting in here and people would walk by and he'd make like one comments, like one offhanded comments at him and like say something. I'm like, Lunchbox, you literally need to be on vocal restraint. Do you not yes. understand like that you are making this worse on yourself? And finally, for... All of, you know, about 30 minutes we were sitting in, in this room, this studio, and he did not say one word. And it is the quietest I've ever heard Lunchbox in his entire life. Because I think I finally got through to him and I was like, Lunchbox, you actually have to get better. And the only way you're going to get better is if you stop talking. 
Wow, that's probably the first time he's mm-hmm. ever done that. Yeah, and he probably hated every minute of it. Too. Yes, he did. He he kept making like hand gestures at people. I'm like, lunchbox, just freaking. You don't have to say anything. Just let people actually walk by without you saying something. Yes, you don't you, have to say something. You don't. It's like anytime there's any moment of silence. I mean, it's just like him just mm-hmm. coming through, and I'm like. We could have just stood here like normal people and just let there be silence. Exactly. But he doesn't like that. Uh, No, he doesn't. He does not like any silence. So I'm glad that I could assist Mm -hmm. in the Nate Smith situation. But definitely sorry you had to feel awkward again. Yeah, that's fine. I have another one, though, that I wanted to ask. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was at the mall and I saw um, Shay from Dan and Shay and his wife. Okay. Okay, yes. So I was leaving and they were coming down the escalator. And I was, my eyes are so bad. I just saw a couple with like dark hair and blonde hair and I didn't think anything of it. So I get on the escalator and I'm going down like to the parking garage. And so they started coming down. So we faced each other at one point. Oh yeah. And I just kind of, I looked up really quick and I was like, oh, that's Shay. And then I, for some, like, I just automatically like looked away, like turned my head the opposite way. Like so weird. And I was like, why did you just have that reaction? You know, cause I guess I didn't want, I didn't even know what to do because he kind of walks by me, you know, and he usually, I mean, he's interviewed more by Bobby or like you during remotes and all that. And so I don't really talk to them much like one-on-one. I don't think they would know my name, I guess, but they probably know my face from being in the studio, but I should have just, should I have just been like, Hey, Shay, what's up? But he's with his wife, you know, like I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, even if you don't want to even like say anything, you could always just give a smile I know. and just kind of like acknowledge yeah. that he may know who you are. Yeah. I Or you just, I mean, honestly, I don't know that it was awkward that you did that either. Cause I've done that before where I see him and I'm like, Oh, I wasn't looking like right. I, it wasn't like I was trying to make sure they didn't know that I didn't look. Yeah. I just was like, I'm trying not to make sure they don't think I'm just staring at them. Yeah. So I don't right. think what you did was uncomfortable. I didn't do it. But like I do think he would have like said hi to you if you were like, hey, how are you? Like, yeah. yeah. I didn't want to be like, hey, how's it going? He'd be like, good. <laughs> I don't know. He Honestly, even at the end of the day, he still could have just thought you were like a fan. Yeah. Even if it wasn't like from the show, it would have been like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, she's a fan. And he probably would not have thought twice about it. Yeah. It's just kind of funny because I really didn't know it was him. So if I would have known at the the first time when I saw them from far away, I probably would have like been like, okay, just like say hi. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of caught me off guard because they were so close because they were coming down the escalator as I was going down. So we well, and those are passed. always awkward. Just in in general, it doesn't have to be anybody famous yes. on the other side. Those are just awkward when you pass and you make eye contact. Exactly, it was yeah. just like in passing, and I was like, oh wait, I know him, but mm, what do I do? <laughs> so mm, I don't. It's just always weird when they're with family or something on a date. You don't want to like bother them. But yeah, I don't think he would have cared. No, he totally wouldn't have. He'd be like, hey, what's up? I know. And then you guys would have been about your day. So, so you definitely made, made it, it more than it was <laughs> or needed to be. But yeah, he didn't think anything of it at all, at all, probably. No, he probably didn't. Nope. Okay. Well, well, that's a good next one. Time. I like it. Next time you say hi. Yeah. I'll be like, what's up? Shall all right. We? You're encouraged to say hi, and we both have to go get massages. That's oh, what we've learned yes. so far. <laughs> this is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Also on the show this week, I reviewed a new 90s movie in the Millennial Movie Review. I watched Ace Ventura Pet Detective for the first time, and I loved it. And you can get that full review on The Best Bits, Just the Bits, or BobbyBones.com, either one you want. But I really did love it. Besides watching this, though, because I was homesick, and like I said, I, I was watching television for like 36 hours. Oh, wow. I watched so many things. Really? And I got lots of reviews. Oh, good. So you you ready? can make up for my lack of. Yeah. Um, do you, um, if you have any new, though, I want to hear them. <laughs> but I'm guessing you don't. <laughs> A couple shows. Or okay. One show. Hey, we're making progress. This is progress, Abby. <laughs> I, mean, I like it. Last time I had like 20. That's true. So that, I think that makes up for like this it week. It makes up for... Maybe. Yeah, but technically we're like eight weeks since you were last on, Abby. So... <laughs> That's true. Just a reminder Yikes. next okay. time. Um, I started watching Peripheral after Bobby suggested it because uh, him and I tend to like similar like sci-fi shows. Mm-hmm. And I gave it a try. And I don't know what I think yet. Like, I like it. It's darker than I wanted it to be. Like, when I watch sci-fi and stuff, I kind of want it to have a little bit of lightheartedness and kind of fun. I love Ready Ready Player One because it's so um, it's so action-packed, but it is still light and you're still in... I don't know. I don't know how to explain this in the best way possible, but he said it reminded him of Ready Player One, and that's why that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, and so I wanted to watch this, and I, I haven't decided how I feel. I think I've watched three episodes now, and it's definitely interesting. I'm definitely intrigued, but it's darker than the usual sci-fi stuff that oh, I really? watch so far. Yeah. How long are the episodes? Oh, they're like over an hour long. Oh, wow. Really? It's like full-blown movies. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So also don't, you know, I would rather just watch a movie at that point, uh-huh. but I'm trying. I'm giving it a try. Maybe I might like it as the episodes progress. Yeah. Because I'm still intrigued enough to keep watching. Uh-huh. It's not intrigued that I'm like, I'm going to watch this forever yet. Uh, I watched Blonde on Netflix about Marilyn Monroe. Oh, how was that? That was the weirdest movie I've ever seen in my life. It was weird? Oh, my God. It was so weird. What? And there were moments that I enjoyed it, and there were moments where it was interesting, but this is a fictional movie, so oh, okay. which I did not realize. I thought it was like a docu-series or basically like a, a make-real documentary where they kind of like reenact things that happen, and mm-hmm. I think there are moments that are real, 
but it is a fictional movie. And it just, I don't know, the way that they did it, the way they created it, I would have thought, like, if you're going to do a fictional movie, go all out. Make it a fictional movie. And they made it, like, square screen, so it was, like, old school. They acted like they were adding old, like, film in. I It was just interesting, and a lot of the ways they did things were bizarre. Uh-huh. I, and it was, like, two and a half hours long, and I just... Oh, geez. It was not like good. Like so. I genuinely did not appreciate it at all. Wow, that's weird. Mm-hmm. I loved the actress who played Marilyn. I uh-huh. think she'd be great in any type of Marilyn role. But besides that, I don't know. I just didn't. And maybe I maybe I missed the point on the movie, and that was it. Where I was just like, I don't understand why I'm watching this. But and halfway through, I just kept pausing it because I was like, I'm bored. But I kept watching it because I was like, maybe it'll get better. Maybe. Never got better. Two and a half hours later, never gets better. It That's didn't. a long movie. It is a long movie. Especially if it's not good. So not one to waste your time on. Okay, good to know. Uh, Manifest season four came out. Oh. Did you ever get into Manifest? I did not. Did you ever try and watch an episode Mm-mm. or anything? Nope. I think you could potentially like Manifest. Okay. Uh, it's like hit or miss. Either people love it or they hate it. I love it. I d- it's... There's definitely cheesy acting. Do not get me wrong. There's mm-hmm. cheesy acting in the show. But I think there's, I like something that just kind of keeps me on my toes the whole time. I never know what's going to happen. And that's what this show is. Mm-hmm. And the season four was like not supposed to happen. And so the fact that they were able to do a season four and the new episodes are coming out, I'm stoked about. Ooh. And I binged this all in one day. That's how much I like still liked it and enjoyed it. Oh my God. In one day? It. Mm-hmm. That's always really sad, though, because you're like, okay, now what? I'm oh, ready for the next. They left it on a cliffhanger, too. So, Of course. So I'm <laughs> waiting for the, the rest of season four to come out, and the season four is the last one. So. That is so sad. Mm-hmm. Why just four? Um, I don't know. Maybe they, you know, maybe that changes, because obviously it changed. They, were, they had gotten canceled from season three from being on television, I think is what happened. And so they did, like, the season four streaming for Netflix, and... Maybe something comes from it after because people do really love it. But my guess is they're going to end season four with like a f- finale. Okay. So at least it's not ending on a cliffhanger like season three did. Mm-hmm. So, but it is really good. Mm. If you want something binge worthy. Yes. Manifest. I like binge worthy. Just accept that there might be some cheesiness and things where you're like, what is going on? It's definitely like out of the box kind of thinking. But I love that. I love a little out of the box thinking. Are they short episodes? Uh, I like think hour. they're like 45 minutes. Okay. Roughly. I could be wrong on that. It never felt like, it just felt like it just kept going. Okay. Those are the best. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, there's so many twists and turns that you're never sitting there like, okay, when's the next episode? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Wait, you said Netflix? Netflix. Okay. Manifest. And there, you get to watch four seasons. So you, you'll have plenty there. Yes. So that that's one for you. And then Enola Holmes 2 on Netflix. Enola Holmes? Mm-hmm. So, you know, Sherlock Holmes, uh-huh. those movies. So they made an Enola Holmes last year with Millie Bobby Brown, I believe is her name. Oh, I love And that. Henry Cavill is in it. I also don't know if I'm pronouncing that correct either. <laughs> um, but they are, they're both in it. And I loved the first one and I really loved the second one. They're both really good. Oh, They're okay. good, like curated Netflix movies fictional enjoyed them they were so fun like easy to watch movies and I just I liked them 
And these were all during your, when you were sick? Yes. You were binging all this? I'm telling you, I never left the couch oh. or my bed. It was either the couch or my bed. Mm-hmm. The only times I got up were to feed Remy or take her outside. Oh my gosh. And like, you know, you've been to my house, right? My mm-hmm. house is like very clean. I like to make sure everything has a place. Oh my gosh. It's the cleanest house I've ever been to. <laughs> I gotta say, I felt like the biggest slob. I went home and like cleaned my house. I was like, I gotta do something. Oh my gosh. No, I <laughs> I'm not that. kidding. Like, it, no, it's like amazing. I wish mine was like that. Oh, well, it's not when I, pure chaos enters my life and this was pure <laughs> chaos so like I had things everywhere and I'm Ooh. telling you but I couldn't get up to move him like I was so sick I that there that. was no chance for me to actually go up and do the things I needed to do so Aww. I just kept watching a crap ton of things on tv <laughs> <laughs> and this was my list so yeah. yeah what about you what have you watched even if it's not a lot maybe watch something it's recently. not a lot but I will say so October is Halloween right I mean like the yeah. whole month is basically mm-hmm. all Halloween so I watched the movie Halloween and all of the sequel, like Halloween Returns. Wait, for th- the first time? No, no, no. I'm just saying oh. I watched it probably 20 times. I'm, I'm not kidding. Are I you don't, like obsessed with horror movies? I don't know what. I really don't understand I don't feel like it's happening. healthy to watch those on repeat. <laughs> you know, I think, I, I think it's good to have shows to watch on repeat, but I do not think it's a good thing to watch horror movies on repeat. I don't know what it was. And I was questioning this as I was watching. I was like, what is happening? Because I love scary movies. But I live alone, so I don't want to watch ones that are like super jumpy. And I guess I know the outcome of those. And so I just, <laughs> I don't know what it, I'm a little concerned I about you. I don't know what that was. Maybe not 20 times, but I think I watched the original one like seven times. And then hey, <laughs> in October, all of October. I'm never going to knock somebody watching a movie on repeat. I love it. But I'm just a little concerned because these are like horror movies. A guy movies. that's, yeah, like stabbing people. And and you watch it on repeat. Like yeah. that has to do something to your brain, Abby. Does it? What is it? What does it, it do? Ha- it has to. I just, I cannot believe, like, <laughs> I'm sitting here watching rom-coms on repeat and you're watching a, a man being stabbed over and over. I don't know. It can't I don't be know. good for your mental health on some level capacity. I'm, I was feeling fine. Or you know what? Maybe it's good for you. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's the exact opposite in that it's actually really good for you. I think it is. Rom-coms don't make me feel good. They're not feel-good movies to me because I'm See, just like... I get it. I get it. That doesn't ever happen to me. So then this is just your brain is it has the capacity to watch this on repeat. And know that it's not real. This guy mm-hmm. is like a super a freak. Maybe it makes you feel nostal- like nostalgic in some way. And that's why Maybe. you like the movies. I'm, I watch them on can't repeat. explain what it is. But I was going to go to the newest one in theaters, but didn't, it didn't. didn't happen. Nope. Just watch the others like five times over. And basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you were in the season... I shouldn't be knocking you as hard as I am. I know. I take it back. I take it all back. No, that is weird. I don't I don't know what I was doing. No, but I take it back. It's not weird. I take it back. Yeah, don't judge me. Exactly. Just listen. I shouldn't <laughs> be. I take it back. And I'm glad that you found something you enjoy and you had fun watching it all month. Because <laughs> it is also the only, you know, month of the year that you can actually watch that on repeat. Right. Maybe that's why. I was like, oh, I only have mm-hmm. right now to watch it. So I just need to get it actually, all in. Actually, I think you could watch it like all year and it really doesn't matter. But yeah. it's just like, you know socially acceptable to only watch in October. Exactly. But like I yes. said, we don't care. Oh, good. I'm very happy for you. Thank I'm you. very proud. I've also been watching, I, pr- I think I brought it up last time, but Selling Sunset, I'm still obsessed with that. Did you watch the break off one of that yet? Selling the OC? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I, I already watched that one because that's close to where my uncle's house is. So mm-hmm. I like, that was more, they were playing volleyball on the beach he goes to. And I was like, that's crazy. But this one, I just love the draw. It's so dramatic. All oh, the, I love so I, it's the, I don't like a lot of trash TV, but yeah. I love trash um, 
uh, real realty television shows. Yeah. Because I get to see all the fancy houses. Yes. That's what I love the most. Like there's like a, t- a $10 million listing and mm-hmm. I love seeing the commission. I mean, it's, in, it's insane. Yes. Like this one, one of them, he sold like a $44 million house. Yeah, isn't that crazy that they cost just, that much? Yeah. Someone that would buy that, but mm-hmm. imagine the commission on that. I could, I could sell that house only and be for, set yep. for like two years. Right. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Like that's crazy to me, but it is so fun to, and also they're just like amazing, like bad women, like badass out there. Women, yes, badass women. That's what I was gonna say. Yes, out there selling, like working it. It's it true. amazes me that they do that. Those are good ones. Those are good recommendations. You yeah, got, the, yeah, that's a good one. So that's basically I've been been binge watching that one. I'm just picturing you Honestly. watching Halloween and then going to Selling Sunset and then going mm-hmm. back to Halloween and then watching Selling OC and. Welcome to my brain. It's an interesting world. It's Abby. just a lot. <laughs> it's but I, it's, I, like, it's your world and I love it for you because it makes you happy. I don't know if I love that for me. <laughs> you did what? <laughs> just, that's, that's so weird. Like mm-hmm. something's going on in my brain. I watch superhero movies on repeat. Mm-hmm, like true. I will probably go home because I'm so tired and I don't want to watch something new that I'll probably put on Avengers Endgame. Okay. How many times? Yeah. See, how many times have you seen that? Oh, a lot. It's um, all of the Marvel movies are my comfort movies. Yeah. And if I just need something on to not think about, I'll put those on. I think that's what it was. Because mm-hmm. a lot, I was like working at night and then I'd have Halloween on. <laughs> you know, like it's <laughs> like this background. Oh, uh, I'm typing up this story about Lunchbox. <laughs> He's going to the store to do this. Oh, Jason just killed somebody. There, Michael. there he is. Michael. Michael. What is it? I don't, I haven't Myers. even seen the Halloween movies. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, you haven't even seen them? No, I haven't. Watch the first one. I please. don't like horror movies. I, I think you might like this one them. though. It's kind of different because... I mean, I do not think there's a world that I like horror movies. <laughs> but he is like so strong. He's kind of like Hulk, <laughs> but he wears a mask. You cannot He's- try and turn this into a superhero movie. <laughs> there's no world where that exists. I'm just saying. So you know it's not like real and it's not based on a true no, story. No, because my brain... <laughs> hey, you want to talk about like, what is my brain doing? Like I would watch that and be like, no, that could happen in real life. He'd figure that out. Somebody could figure that out. Uh-huh. What's going to happen to me tomorrow? Maybe tonight, actually. And just the mask, the creepy, oh, like just the white. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. And like just the freaking the ability, uh, anything that could possibly... Fath- this is why I love superhero shows because... <laughs> 99% of the time, it's not going to come true. It's very fake. Yeah. But this stuff, horror movies, yes, that could absolutely happen. But it's a spoiler, but it's been out forever. I don't know if it's a spoiler. Okay, just say spoiler and then you can tell me because so I'm never going you? to watch it. Yeah. Well, they kill him off at the end of every movie and he comes back to life every movie somehow. So that you know that's not real at all. Like he does not die. He that just, is true. They shoot him a thousand times and he does not die. They stab him. They hit him with things. He gets knocked out and he always gets back up. That's the thing. Like he gets back so up. So he's a superhero villain? Yeah. Killer. Horror movie? Maybe that's why I'm inspired. He gets knocked down but he gets right back up. Again, knocked down. <laughs> and I, I get, get up, up again. again. You're never going to keep me down. Oh, that's sad. No, that's that's crazy. Okay. May- hey, maybe sometime I will watch with you. Okay. Next Halloween. Yeah. Just catch one of the times I watch it. Maybe. I'm not committing <laughs> to that entirely, but maybe. Okay. You have me at least enticed. Okay. And then during the day, maybe too. Yeah, definitely during the day. Yeah. And, you know, maybe somebody lives with me at that moment because... Yes. I don't want to be going home by myself. Oh, yeah. 
I don't want you to be. Yeah, you can't might have nightmares. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, the loser of Amy vs. Lunchbox ate a sardine with whipped cream this week. Disgusting. No. And I'm very glad uh, that they're at least listening to my dietary restrictions when I play Elder vs. Millennial and I lose often. Um, that I have never had to eat a sardine and I will never have to eat a sardine because I am vegetarian. But you this are lucky. Was disgusting. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I would not have. I don't eat fish. Like, I just don't. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I could have done it. What if you don't do it? What happens? <laughs> I, you know, I've never found out. I've never said no <laughs> to not find out. That's the problem. When mm-hmm. you're there, uh, there's no no. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's a setting where you can say no. Uh-uh. So uh, I'm not sure. Like, even like with the shot Amy got. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't. I don't think I would have survived that. You know, I think it's a pride thing. If I'm being honest, like sitting in that studio and if somebody tells me I have to do something, even as much as I don't want to do it, it's a pride thing because I will forever know that I didn't do it. Mm -hmm. And then I will get crap for forever not doing it, that I would never live it down. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like the painful response (laughs) of doing whatever I have to do is better than the month's worth of agony of people of saying you never did it. Mm-hmm. But that one, the, what mm-hmm. was it again? Sardines. Sar- like whipped sar- cream. Oh my gosh. I like Yummy. how she just like kept eating the whipped cream. <laughs> she did. Like, she like, just make it go away. Yeah. That's what I would do. Ooh. Same. I do. You know, this is not at all related to sardines, whipped cream, or Amy vs. Lunchbox. Do you have any dating updates you want to talk about? Any dating life things you want to chat Mm-mm. and share? I'm honestly off of the dating apps. I have not visited them since the last one. Dang. Yeah, I was serious when I said that. <laughs> I just, it's just too much, you know? Like, we only went on two dates, but I feel like I get to know these people so much. Like, everybody's saying I jump in really fast and I, like, just go all in. But how, what are you supposed to do when they're asking you tons of questions? Like, you're trying to get to know each other, mm-hmm. right? So they're like, leave mystery. What am I supposed to do to be like, I'll answer you like fifth date? I don't think it's as much that. I think, because I know, I totally know what you mean. When you're talking to someone and you want to get to know them and find out things about them. I think if you're ever in a conversation and you're like, okay, well, I can share this or I could share all of this. It's only in those questions where you're like, I'm just going to share this right Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. And then you can share kind of the rest later would be the potential idea for like saving mystery. But I also like, I don't necessarily believe in that either because I also, I'm, listen, at this point, like now I am, I do not take crap anymore. I'm done. Like I'm, I'm out. You got, you get, you want to BS your way. You want to play games. Like I'm out. Like Mm -hmm. we're, we're, I'm not messing with that anymore and so the idea of being mysterious is playing a game you're playing into the ability that they can play hard to get and the whole you're back to square one with dating games Mm -hmm. with that idea so I don't know that I agree with it however I do agree that you just like can't give every part of yourself the first few dates and some of that I think comes in you know kissing and all of and, and hookup culture and stuff too maybe that's where you pull back I don't I'm not saying you do that I'm saying in general this is my brain thinking of things when I'm going to like start going on dates again that I would 
make sure that that's something that comes definitely a couple dates later. Mm-hmm. Because that is something I can pull back without taking away from who I am. And it establishes, do I actually want this person that part of my life? Right. Yeah. No, that's, that's exactly. So maybe that's like the, yeah. the way. And I think you're already doing that mm-hmm. based on just like our personal conversations. So I don't think it's actually you doing anything wrong. I think genuinely what it is is dating in the culture that we're in right now is so freaking hard. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely don't think there's a rule book and I don't think there's anything that you have been doing that's wrong. I think we can always work on ourselves and do things better. Mm-hmm. But that comes, it's so funny that people are like, well, do this or do this different. You have to be in relationships and, and be willing to be in relationships of some capacity with people to learn more things about yourself. Yes. And so it's funny too when I hear people say like, I'm working on myself. I can't be with someone. And there is a level of that. You got to make sure like you are strong on your own. But it's funny when I like meet guys and they're, they are like, they have that figured out. They have themselves figured out. But then they're like, oh, I, you know, I still, I got to work on this. <laughs> when really the things they need to work on are involved in relationships. Yeah. But they don't want to actually work on it. So they don't be in a relationship. So the easy way out is just avoiding it altogether. Yep. But it's not going to fix itself if you don't. Have you have to physically make yourself vulnerable, be in a relationship, learn about it to grow from that. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what I've learned. Cause that's where I'm at. Like I'm at a place where like, even still, I've even worked through a lot of my like relationship issues by being in relationships, dating people and things, but that's always going to be a part of who I am. I've been cheated on way too much in my life. Like that's never going away. Ugh, yeah. And that will continually be something that I will always have to work on in any new relationship I get into. Mm-hmm. And probably for the rest of my life. That's just, it's a scar. It's there. And so it's funny to me when people are like, I can't, I can't work on that. And it's, it's more of a capacity because they don't want to be vulnerable and actually grow past it. They just want to think that they can fix it by themselves when reality is so much of a lot of our relationship issues and trauma and things like that have to be fixed in relations. Like that's literally the purpose of it. I know. That's what I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, I don't go on many dates and I make sure that they are in it like for the long term. They're not just messing around. Like I make it clear that that's what I'm looking for is something serious and they make it clear too. And so that's why I get so confused why it, it keeps happening mm-hmm. because you would think like that would happen if I, if I didn't establish what I'm looking for, yes. you know, and it's like, they say all these things you want to hear, but when it comes down to it, they're basically lying or it just their actions aren't matching their words. And that just happens all the time. Or like or if it's if it's like that is their way of getting out of a situation, like just be honest, really. Hey, this isn't working for me. Mm -hmm. Cool. 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 We'll move on. Cool. Appreciate you saying that now. I would so much rather Mm -hmm. you say that than just like ghost. I yeah. or, Or, you know, just have a oh, I'm working on myself kind of excuse. Well, and that's what's funny, too, is there's so on like I on the dating apps, obviously, you got off of them. But I think what's funny is one of the things on there is your, what does it say? I'm looking at this right now before I forget what I was. It asks you what you want in a relationship. If you're like just dating, if you want like a long term, or you're open to a short term or you want like a life partner. Mm -hmm. And I think it's funny. I pay attention to that more now than I ever have. Wait, so you're on dating apps? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
It's interesting. It's been an interesting thing to dive back into, but your girl has a lot of matches on here. <laughs> Wait. Um, yeah. Is this like, have you talked about this with anyone? Is this new? Do I you want to talk about this? Yeah, I don't care. You don't? Uh, I don't care. Hey, you're on them. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh huh. And I, um, I, I, I don't know if I'm actually like something's going to come from any of it as more so as I'm just like, you know, moving on, putting myself out there. Next step. I'm very like good at moving forward. Do you want to talk about what happened or you're just moving forward? You know, I think over time it'll come out. Yeah. And all of that. But yeah, I am single again. Okay. And I am on dating apps. Well, welcome. Hey, welcome, welcome to the Welcome to the club. I don't think I want to be part of it, but you know, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. Let me know how those go because I'm yeah. pausing them for a while. I am. I'm supposed to have a date coming up soon. You are? Mm-hmm. Like this weekend? Yes. I think tomorrow. <laughs> uh-huh. um, there, yeah. I have a few that people are trying to plan and I am trying to not make myself reluctant and not be like a recluse and just do it mm-hmm. to like, you know, start dating again. Because yeah. I need to. I need to move on. I deserve to move on. You do. And so that is what I'm trying to do. But I on there, the whole life partner thing, I pay attention to that. If somebody tries to match with me and it says, I'm not even kidding you. If it says long-term relationship, but open to short, I pass. <laughs> I, I don't see that. No, I pass. I'm like, listen. If you're open to the idea of short, then you're going to be open to the idea of short with me. And absolutely not am I there in my life. Right. Mm-hmm. How about the I don't know? Oh, yeah, what are you looking know. for? Nope. I don't know. Hard pass. Well. The only ones that I'm swiping on are long-term relationship and life partner. Yes. And if you lie on there, then F you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's messed up. Because oh. that's like the basic. That's the basic. That's mm-hmm. where you can literally say when I don't know you might want to just be a hookup. Yeah. You know, that's basically what you're saying. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that if that's what someone else is looking for. Cool. Yes, but just be honest about yeah. it. Oh, look, there are three things I have learned about myself <laughs> that I absolutely need. I've known it. Sometimes they get pushed to the side when I fall in love because Morgan loves love. Mm-hmm. Consistency, honesty, and freaking communication. There are three things that are a necessity. Boom. For She's me. fired up. Like necessity if you cannot accomplish the three things you don't even deserve to be dating no you just don't okay i'm sorry i put it out there those are like the basic that's the like foundation yeah that's like what you stand on the bar is (laughs) under the ground okay (laughs) it shouldn't be that difficult it really shouldn't like communication it's so much easier when you just communicate there shouldn't ever be like a point of questioning there isn't especially if you put it out there that's like one of the first things I say. And I don't know if that's too much, but I'm like, just please, like if anything, please be 100% honest with me. If you're like, I'm not feeling this at all, I would so much rather you tell me that and be like, look, I met somebody else. Literally anything that's the honest answer, mm-hmm. I, I will respect you so much more and I'll yeah. be fine with it. I'll be like, okay, cool. Like, I wish you the best. I really do. Thank you mm-hmm. for telling me. But if you just do these wishy-washy, don't answer, like start to play games. Like, where'd you disappear to? Oh, now you're texting me the next day. Did you go on another date, but it didn't work out. So now you're texting me again. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. If you are say that, be like, I am like actively dating or, you know, you can I, actively just, date and still be like a decent human being. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. basically what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We just, you know, not decent human beings is what we're no. missing here. God, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I sound kind of bitter but it just it happens a lot and it just it's I don't, frustrating no, it's not bitter and there is society has told us that it is bitterness and it's not what it is is 
a lack of people understanding boundaries and respect mm-hmm. and caring about other people is what makes it so hard to date. And it's not being bitter. It's not, I hope everyone in this world finds love. I love love, mm-hmm. genuinely. I think it's the most precious thing in the world. But what I'm not going to do is sit here and act like it's all pretty and perfect when the reality is, is I've faced a lot of crappy people and mm-hmm. they've done really crappy things. And so, heck yeah, my standards are going to be through the freaking roof because I'll be damned if I put myself through that again. Yeah. And so it's not bitterness. It's a it's you standing up for what you literally deserve. Mm-hmm. And so I never want to hear you say that again because it's not bitterness <laughs> at all. I feel like guys do, though, that I've been on dates with, like, if you say things that have happened in your past, like, they're like, you know, every guy's not like that. And I'm like, but you're showing me right now, it, even this guy I went on two dates with, he proved to me on the second date, mm-hmm. you know, um, one time I was like on a date at a Titans game and I was wearing Broncos. I'm a Broncos fan, but we were playing the Titans. I think that's who it was. And I remember the Titans fans like started calling me bad names. Like they, they were like, Oh, what now? And I was like, I'm sitting here. I was, it's not like I was trying to make them mad or like mocking them or like, Oh, take that. They just started calling me that the guy I was on a date with, like didn't even do anything. And so this guy I went on the date with, I told him about that, just kind of joking. And he was like, Oh, I would never let someone talk to you that way. And then on the second day, he was so like disrespectful to me and talk like so down mm-hmm. to me. And that's basically kind of what it was. Um, and I was like, so you told me that you're going to be protective on the first date, you uh-huh. know, saying what I want to hear. But you you're not. You made me feel the way the people there did. Yeah. So how can you say you would protect me if you're over here doing the same thing only on second date? People love to use words and they do not like to back them up with their actions. Mm-hmm. Love to people. Mm, yes, I hate that for you. I hate that you had to experience that. But gosh, I'm so glad he showed his colors I, yes. on the second date. I know. If you're lucky, that's what happens. If you're not, you find out years down the road and you're like, what the frick did I get myself into? This person is not the same person that they actually showed and said they were. Mm-hmm. So I'm so thankful that it happened to you on a second date. And that's what we can all hope for. You know what? Take all the bad dates, but not the bad husband. Mm-hmm. Right. Like yeah. I, right. you'd prefer that over yeah. over the ladder. So. And it's just weird. like the second day, it was like four to five hours. And I'm like, that probably is like too much too. I know you guys were like, oh, keep it to an hour <laughs> the first day, which it was. But then the second one, we were having a great time. Mm-hmm. And, then- I, and I don't I don't think you can put limits on things. Here's the thing. I don't I don't think you can put limits on things either. It's probably a good rule to have to try and keep things short. I just, I, I so reluctantly think that there is not a rule book for any of it. Yeah, there's, there is. And genuinely, all it is about is you finding a good human. Mm-hmm. And they actually are a good human in their actions and who they are and who they're being. And the only way to find that out is spending time with them. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, my therapist, when I was talking to her, she's like, I think what you're going to have to do, Morgan, moving forward, is almost like stir up a little, little something. So you can find out what their true colors are, because the only way you're seeing true colors are when like, you know, everything hits the fan. Mm -hmm. And then this whole person comes out and you're like, where the frick you been? Right. And that's the only way like she she said, you know, you're looking for a unicorn, but you got to go through the counterfeit ones. You got to figure out which ones are counterfeit. 99% 99% of them are counterfeit. Aww. Which one is the actual one? I hate that. Right? I know there's so many good there's so many good ones out there, 
all of my friends are married to really great guys. Yeah. Love but them. Again, and I'm they like, had to sort through all of these things to be like, okay, who is that one? Mm-hmm. And I, there is something to be said about being in a big city and it being harder in a big city. There's a diff, It's a different state of mind in Nashville. I 100% believe that. You know, I think I think every day that I could move home to Kansas and I could find someone and marry someone right away. <laughs> I think the Genuinely. same all the time. Like, is, is it probably going to be my perfect person? Probably not because I'm not supposed to be there. But I could. Mm-hmm. I could go home and I could meet a really genuinely nice human being that I think would make me happy for the rest of my life. But is it going to be my perfect person, my unicorn that I've been searching and going through all our crap for? Probably not. Mm-hmm. And so, like, as much as I say I hate it here, it's also like I'm supposed to be here for a reason. Yeah. And I have to believe that there's the reason that also comes in love, whether it's here, now, later, whatever. So as much as it sucks and as terrible as there are parts of it, you still have to keep putting yourself through it, which means you still have to keep going on dates. You still have to keep putting up with people. But you have to be conscious and you have to be aware of what they're doing all the time. That's another thing. That's one thing I learned is my therapist straight up was like, you're going to have to like so conchy, like be so conscientious. I cannot say that word. For I can't reason. ever say that Conscientious word. Mm-hmm. of the person you are talking to and their actions and what they're doing. She's like, you're just going to have to. You don't have a choice at this point. Like people are so good at figuring things out and so good at manipulating and so good at un- like understanding women and, and dating differently that you have to go on these dates almost like you're going to study. You're going to find out who this person is. Mm-hmm. And it takes like some of that level out of it. She's like, but you have to. She's like, at this point, you've ran into so many of the same type of guy. You have to be so diligent about making sure that there's no possibility. They might not be a great guy, but there's no possibility that they're going to be this type of guy mm-hmm. before you get involved. Yeah. And, and I, that's scary. I, I know. <laughs> it is. And yeah. it's like, I want to like be friends, you know? Like be mm-hmm. friends and then it could develop into something else. But I feel like guys always want to move so fast mm-hmm. beyond friends. And I'm like, we're going so fast. And then it's like, then they just move on to the next thing when they don't get what they want. And I'm like, okay, you're looking for something serious, but. Hey, but at least that's helping you weed them out. It is. Because if you are finding someone who wants to move slow, then that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So they are at least helping weed themselves out. Yeah. You have the ability that you're at least in the position that they're weeding themselves out. I right now have to take a freaking weed whacker to everything. <laughs> okay. They really are weeding themselves out basically. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping by being on dating apps. I just can start. I can at least get my turn my brain back on to be like, okay, this is what you got to do, Morgan. Mm-hmm. This is how you got to make sure to weed through all the things. Right. Take your weed whacker and just freaking go on a date. Figure it out. <laughs> I'm just on like the the fine line of being like, just let it happen when it happens. And, or do I need to put myself out there and be on dating apps? Cause I know my friends, they've, they've met their husband on dating apps. So I know it's there. I do not think there's a a right or wrong answer. I think you just have to do what's best for you. That's why I'm, but I do think if you're not on dating apps, then you have to genuinely put yourself out there when you're out in public and living your life. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to go up to people. You have to be willing to not be on your phone, paying attention in grocery stores, there's Everybody's more, on their phones. <laughs> I know. It's a more conscious level of living, which is also a really good thing. But it is something you have to do. Yeah. If you, if you don't want to be on dating apps, you want to meet somebody out. Because you have to be open to it. And the only way to be open to it is be conscious and aware of things around you. And I've also wanted to, like, I 
I went up to the gym one time to this guy that I always saw and I was like, oh my gosh, he's so cute. And he was wearing a Kansas City Royal shirt. So I was like, oh, we have something in common. Like I can be like, oh, are you from that area? And I went up to him and he was like, oh, my fiance is. And I was like, oh my gosh. Hey, have a great day. You know what? <laughs> At least you found that right away. And then <laughs> yeah, you're just like, okay, cool. That's awesome. It's such a fun team. Good to meet you. Yeah. But that's how it went down. But that, I guess that's just what I'm afraid of that is going to happen. So I just don't even. But you have to. Do it. You have to. If you're not going to be on the dating apps, you have to. Mm-hmm. I was glad I did, though. See? I was just like sad of the answer. I was like, oh, of course. Of course he's hey, engaged. A bummer, <laughs> a little, hey, just a minuscule of rejection. Yeah. For you to potentially meet a soulmate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right? But I at least went for it. Or, you, you know, did. you never know. Why not? And you should. And you should keep doing that. I'm, I'm going to do that. I'll never forget the guy. I never went on a date with him, but I'll never forget the guy that in a grocery store parking lot, like drove up next to me while I was walking out. I was like, hey, you want to get drinks sometime? Oh, it was so bold and so awesome. Had I been attracted to him in that manner, I would have mm-hmm. been like, yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that he yeah. did that. Mm-hmm. I really do. I loved it. And I hope he still continued to do it and he found his person. I hope that for him. I know. Just because he wasn't mine. But like, I, I also hope that like, if you keep doing it, don't be discouraged by anybody. You just got to you just gotta power through. I know. I wish more people would do that. I mean, you know, what's it going to hurt? What is it going to hurt? What your, the Nothing. worst that's going to happen is be like, no, sorry, or I'm yeah. married or, or, you know, I'm That's engaged. the worst that's going to happen. Yeah. So we shouldn't be that scared Mm-mm. to do it. And I feel like there's guys out there too that they want to and my, like they see someone at a bar. My scariest thing is that I go up to one and they aren't married and they don't tell me they're married. That's my scariest no. thing. That's happened? Uh, yeah. Over. Remember like I shared stories about when we'd be at bars and I'd watch guys like slip off their wedding <gasps> ring. Yeah. That Listen, happened to me when I first moved here. I'm going to add another thing to my three <sighs> like core like, hmm. Freaking faithfulness, loyalty, like, oh my God, I do not understand. I, I, I literally cannot possibly imagine the capability of not being loyal to someone. I just, I can't. It's in no. my brain. It's seared into my brain. The, How is it not <laughs> seared into other people's brains? Right. And that's the worst thing if you see that happen. Cause I saw that happen. Mm-hmm. A guy would take his ring off and I was like, I could have been the other girl that ruined a marriage yeah. without you even know what? knowing. The worst part is most people blame the other person and not their partner. And it's always a partner. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. I don't care who else is involved. Mm-hmm. It is always them. Oh, yeah. I would have been the mm-hmm. the bad guy, the home wrecker. <laughs> but I didn't even know because you didn't tell me. Yep. Ah! Every time. Oh, my gosh. I know. That was a lot. We can talk. I mean, dating, I can talk for days on that. But oh, my gosh. Same. I Listen, just think we need to be positive. And- there's such a fear of mine. I keep talking about it, and I just think it's just going to keep getting worse and worse the more I keep talking about it. It's like I'm jinxing myself in the universe. Mm-hmm. We just got to be mm-hmm. positive and open and not, like, focus on it, you know? Because once you just are, like, Those are a whole lot he? of things that people say to me, Abby, that are never actually coming true. Listen, I, <laughs> I told you I'm good at giving <laughs> advice. I don't do that. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. We'll it be was, good, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. And we will. We will. And we'll move on to some exciting hmm. things. Yeah. Well, well, this isn't exactly exciting, but we're going to start talking about the CMAs. One of the show members' CMA awards got broken, and that's what came in at the number three spot. And just the irony of the whole situation. Hilarious. It's probably going to get fixed, hopefully, someday. We don't really know, but um, we're not going to talk about CMAs yet. We're about to dive into that. Oh, good. Here in a minute. I want to hear. I mean, I want to talk about it. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Before we get all dived into the CMAs and all the fun stories and whatnot from that, in at our number two spot, the Raging Idiots released a new collaboration with Lainey Wilson and Jordan Davis. Super fun. It's their song, Opening Act, and Lainey and Jordan both stopped by the show and talked about collaborating on the song. Just all fun things, so make sure to go stream it, buy it, do all the things, but you can also, on the best bits, hear Lainey Wilson and Jordan Davis talk with Bobby about it. Just all around fun, exciting things happening in new Raging Idiots music. What are you jamming to right now? If you looked at your phone, what you have on your thing, what are you jamming to right now? Abby? Let me look at my phone. I always have a lot of um, music I'm jamming to, but it's usually <laughs> kind of sad. Well, no, hey, that's mine. My, <sighs> You know what my emoji playlist is on uh, Spotify currently? It's the rage emoji with the the emoji that looks like it's saying cuss words, but it's not. Yeah, across yes. his mouth. That's what I labeled this playlist. Is that emoji? Three really? of them. Three of them. Yep. So it's like this intense, like freaking yes playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the songs on there are "Add a Girl" from Lainey Wilson. Great song. So good. I burned LA down. Noah Cyrus. Um, Runaway June. Their new song, Broken Hearts. Jocelyn. Olivia Bryan. Just I. I got a lot on here. There's more. There's a lot of things that I cannot say. That are on this playlist. Um, <laughs> that are a lot of cosworts and a lot of Avril Lavigne of her new album. I just obsessed with that one. That one gets me in a good thing. Really? And some Beyonce and T Swift. Yeah. Oh, those are all good. I yeah. am obsessed with Ashley McBride's new album. So hey, this did one. you listen? I told you to listen to Brenda Put Your Bra on. I didn't. Did you listen to Bonfire at Tina's? <laughs> I didn't. Because that's the one I love. We keep telling each other things and we forget to do it, Abby. I know. I probably actually have. It's the first one on there. Um, I bet you've that's heard the first it. song. So it gives me goodbye Earl vibes, and okay. I love it oh, for that. That's the best. So that's your jam right now. That was mm-hmm. her like whole new album. Oh yeah. What is your favorite sure. song on there? Oh, that one, the Bonfire at Tina's. I just okay. love it. And then Lainey Wilson's. So which one is good. the one that Lainey Wilson is on on that album? 
Um, well, I like heart like a truck because I mean uh, I feel like I okay, you mean full, you know, yeah. Or, or sorry, oh, I meant Lainey Wilson's al- album. Okay, Bell-bottom. her her album and Ashley McBride's album. Yes, separate things. Sorry, I wasn't actually saying songs. I was just saying like their albums, just names, people. Yeah, we know them. They're our best friends, <laughs> right? But yes, like, do, have you heard that Add a Girl song? It's good. No, I haven't. It's from that album. Okay, I gotta listen. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I just love her. I know she's just so good. I'm so excited. It was fun to watch her win this week and just have like an incredible CMA's week. Yeah. So we will start to talk CMA because the show won a CMA award. We went to the CMAs. We went on stage, accepted it. It was a whole thing. What was your favorite part of the night? It would be sitting on the floor, I would say. I mean, that's kind of every time I've gone to the awards, I'm never on the floor. That's kind of like the exclusive. You're either you won or yeah. you're like a management or something like that. So I've always sat on the just regular seat. So being on the floor and being from that perspective and just like by sitting by you and like the whole show, that was the coolest thing ever. I was just like, I can't believe that happened. Like that we got to be a part of it, you know? Mm-hmm. It is really cool. It was crazy. I, I, I don't think CMA awards every year, ha- like every year we go or something happens with it. It's always a pinch me moment. And Abby and I were having that because so uh, you heard a little bit about our like pre CMA of going to accept the award, taking the picture and all of that, that happened. And you'll, you'll hear that in this bit if you missed it this week. But after we went up and accepted our award and Amy did her speech and we all did the clear eyes, full hearts can't lose, which is a fun video you can see on our Instagram page. But we lost everybody. Abby and I went to get our bags from sitting on some of the tables and we lost everybody on the show. We had no idea where anybody went. Mm Mm-hmm. And we were walking and I was like, well, I guess we'll just like hang out right here. But then we saw him like kind of shuffling people back out to the front of stage. And Abby and I kind of looked at her. I was like, if we hang back, we might be able to like stay on, pay- on stage and take some fun pictures or something. Because we we're trying to get some cute pictures and we just never had a moment up uh-huh. until that point. Yeah. And so sure enough, we were. And Abby and I were frolicking on stage for a solid 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Like doing the cat. We were like walking like it was a catwalk, like uh-huh. spinning, twirling. <laughs> we did like a whole, we did fo- whole photo shoots. Like Abby and I got a photo. We each got individual photos. Got some videos of us walking in our dresses. That was insane. It was awesome. Uh-huh. It was insane. And this, this is when, if you saw Lunchbox's post, when he was backstage harassing the artist, that's what we were doing when he was doing that. And yeah, we, like, both of us looked at each other we're like, what is life? We're literally just chilling on the CMA stage. It was so cool. It was. Just right there by, because you see that all the time on TV. You see it, mm-hmm. you know, and to know that you're on the stage, you're on the stage. Like we had just accepted our award. We're on the stage hanging out. Nobody's kicking us off. Like, we were just, like, standing there. Two girls, Abby said, two girls from Kansas just on Look the at us. stage. Those Wichita girls yeah. coming to Nashville. That was, like, a bit. I felt I had, like, imposter syndrome when that was happening. I was like, this isn't real life. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Felt weird. And then we got to go backstage and eat a crap ton of food and drinks for free. I know. That was really cool. And they had a candy bar. They had a, they had candy, a candy bar. Like, Every yeah. candy you could mm-hmm. think of, just unlimited. Yep. Oh my gosh. I ate so much random food. I had, let me just detail you. So because beforehand, when we went to, before we went and accepted our award and stuff, we also had food and drinks available to us there. <laughs> yes. And there I had um, some peppers filled with pimento cheese. <laughs> there was a huge cheese board. Got some extra cheese too there. Got some kind of brownie little thing. Amy made me try like a chocolate wafer that she loved. Oh. Um, I know. And then they had um, 
baked twice baked potatoes. Those were delicious. Oh, those were cute. Yeah, they were little mini. Yes. Had a drink. And then we like went and did our award, but then we went to the second place to get food. Definitely went to the candy bar. I had some candy that definitely kept getting lost throughout the night. I'd always make my way back to this to like the sitting area with it and somehow I would lose the candy on the way there. Really? Where where did I, it go? I don't know where it went. I don't know where it went. <laughs> Um, I had popcorn. They had a popcorn machine. <laughs> More cheese. Um, I think I had oh butterboard. You and I both had a butterboard. Yeah, but it was so cute. They it had was a their. One. They had uh, your own oh butterboards. You could just pull one and you'd get your own butterboard. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Cute. It was also very spicy. Was your spicy? Oh, it was no. Mine was spicy. Wow, it wasn't. Well, I got Dang. I got a spicy one. <laughs> it was very spicy. My mouth was on fire. Ooh, um, I went like that. But yeah, it was like that was that was also fun. I was like, I l- listen. If, if anybody ever invites me to an event and there is free food and drinks, like I am in the holy grail. I will be the happiest girl <laughs> in the entire world. I know. I love food. I also just love seeing the different food things that people come up with. Because mm-hmm. like normally I'm at home or I'm buying Taco Bell. Like there's no one between. Mm-hmm. And so when I go to these events and I get fancy food, I don't know what to do with myself. I know. I Me neither. And I want to take full advantage. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to, I can't make a butterboard like this. Right. I don't even know what's in it mm-hmm. on top of it, but it's beautiful. Yeah. And it's delicious. And I think at one point I saw Scuba Steve dip in like a bacon on a stick in his whiskey drink. What is, what is it's, happening? Yeah, mm-hmm. The boys were getting a little wild. They were so wild. They were, it was like herding cats with this group. Mm-hmm. And it was like kids. I was scared what they were going to say. They were so loud. They were like yelling everything. Yeah. I was like, are you, why did you be so loud? I was really quiet. I was just like taking everything in. Cause I was like, I already sometimes feel like I shouldn't even sometimes be here. I'm just like, this is wild. Like. Why am I here? And so I was just like, I'm just going to take it all in and I'm not going to get in trouble. <laughs> I'm not right? going to get kicked out other than us being on stage for 20 minutes. But I was like, if we're not supposed to be here, they'll kick us off. Right. Yeah. I didn't do anything. <laughs> <coughs> no, I feel like it was a really cool thing to see you get to experience being on stage. You're like, this was our. It's second or third, I think, CMA award kind of experience. But this was the first time we all went up on stage, all accepted the award. Definitely this was like the best one out of all of them. But this was your first like genuine like CMA awards, your a recipient experience. Yeah, because the last time we went, well, last year I went, um, I guess the when I first started, you guys had won. So I wasn't really part of it. And but I still went and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Look what they get to do. And it's so cool. And then now I was like, I got to be with you guys. It's awesome. Isn't that crazy? Like yes. how that happens just over the course of time too, to experience things like that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what, how is that even like possible? Yeah. I remember the opening number we jammed to. When will I be loved? Like mm-hmm. Ashley McBride, Kaylee Hammock. That was, I've been cheated. Mm-hmm. It was so, I was like, that's Wait, my yeah. jam. We did. We had some jam moments. Cheated. You and I were just sitting there jamming to everything. Uh-huh. You also saw me spill my popcorn everywhere too. I did. Or I did it right before you got there. Oh, there was popcorn everywhere. That was st- scuba. Scuba spilled popcorn. I also spilled popcorn. Not intentionally. Gosh. I just, I was trying to keep track of a train, which also <laughs> Lunchbox kept stepping on and did not feel bad about it. He's like, <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, our aisle was a mess. I came back and there was popcorn everywhere. Yeah. Oh my God. The one that was by yours was me. And it was not intentional. It's because I actually, I had the popcorn sitting on the chair and then I actually hit the <laughs> chair and the chair folded and I was like, Wah! Oh, remember when I... Oh, I was looking at something on my phone and someone was giving a speech mm-hmm. and it started playing the video and I freaked out. Like mm-hmm. my hand jumped and I spilled my drink all over your dress. <laughs> Remember? I don't it's know okay. why I freaked out so much. I was like, 
I'm ruining. I'm just ruining. I'm being that girl ruining someone's speech no. right now with a video. I, get off your phone. So I freaked out. Hey, it's okay. Ugh. Nobody knew. It was Except for you. And you. Yeah. And your dress. And my dress is fine. But what was also cool. Sorry. One more thing was picking no. up the award because I picked up mm-hmm. mine. Scuba picked up other people's. So I was like, no, I'm I'm getting mine. I don't trust. Actually, I was I had to get a COVID test anyway. So I was like, I'm gonna pick mine up. That was crazy, and it's heavy. Mm-hmm. It's so that heavy. box was. Where heavy. did you put it in your house? Oh, I, ha- I don't have a place yet. It's still in the box. I'm oh, deciding where I want to put was it. Like, I bought it home and that was the first thing I did. Yeah, where'd you put it? So I have my um, bar cabinet mm-hmm. that sits in the corner. It has a little place and my ACM is there. Aww. And so I put the CMA right next to the oh, that's cool. ACM. And it's a little crowded on my little thing, but I was like, I don't care. Everybody has to see this. That's a good spot. <gasps> yeah. I don't feel like I have really. You any... might just have to make its own spot. It's just going to be right there. its own space. My table. In yes. This, my right center, in the middle. Yeah. The center of my kitchen table. It's a it's a magazine weight. It is. No. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> oh, that's a flex right there. Yeah. Like. Heck yeah. You should flex it. You crazy. should flex it for the rest of time. I know. Because I'm scared to touch it. I was shaking when I took it out of the box, honestly. Because I was like, I cannot drop this. I know. Like Amy, because I don't even know. If it's you... easy. I see. I get how people drop it, though. Those it's things heavy. are, they're heavy and they're slippery. They are. They're all glass. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. insane, but it's a, it was cool, cool moment it was that cool. I'll never forget. I'm glad, and I'm glad, and it was funny, Bobby asked, like, everybody's favorite moment, and I was like, it was just hanging out with the show, like, genuinely, we don't actually all get to hang out outside of the show, it's just normal human beings experiencing something especially that cool, and it was so fun just for all of us to be there together and, like, enjoying, laughing, not working. Yes. Well, I was working, but, you know, <laughs> just still having fun and, like, enjoying and and hanging out for something and us all getting to like relive and be there together. I know. No, it really was. I was like, we need to hang out more, but everybody's so busy. It's hard. I know. Everybody has kids and they're married and um, it's hard to get everybody. Then there's us. To get- <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> we'll, we'll hang out, Abby. And then there's us. Oh. We'll just hey, keep hanging out. We'll keep look, doing our things. We get to do all. Yeah, we get to do this anytime. So this is true. Hey, hey that's what the benefit. Now? No kids. Okay. We don't have to find a babysitter. <laughs> I know. That's true. That is true. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, Abby, thanks for hanging out with me and talking about all the things. And I'm sorry to all the people if this was a little chaotic. My brain is all over the place, but I feel like we did pretty good. Yes, I feel like it sped up. At the beginning, I was a little just like, oh my God, I'm so tired. But my my coffee kicked in. <laughs> all the caffeine you needed kicked it did. in. Now I'm like jittery. <laughs> oh man. Well, tell the people where they can find you. On Instagram, Abby.Anderson1 underscore. And on Twitter, singing Abby. And you got TikTok? I do. It's not really like public. It's like my private one. I mean, I guess I can. <laughs> so I started out doing Since it. Since when do you have a <laughs> private TikTok? <laughs> not private, but I wanted to be able to put content on that's like cussing or something. And I feel like sometimes when you're a part of the show, you, you're kind of representing the show. You have to make sure it's clean and whatever so i felt like i couldn't but it's abby underscore lee 30 l-e-i-g-h well people want to follow your private tiktok (laughs) it's not private and i feel weird but i meant to not it just be like a personal account for fun to go viral in other ways (laughs) i feel you (laughs) do you i feel you hey potty mouth morgan sometimes sometimes comes out you never know when you're gonna get her but sometimes it always comes out for me that's the problem Uh all of the sounds on there are ones that are like so inappropriate and funny and cussing. Hey, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes, okay? <laughs> As a yeah. digital director, I don't care. I can't say that for the rest of the company or the show, but f- 
personal perspective, I'm like, there, it's sound. You're using sounds on TikTok. Exactly. Yes. It doesn't mean it like represents me. It's just a sound that I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how, you know, I, again, I'm not the, I'm not the professional opinion. I'm just the digital director opinion. I like your opinion. No, I am going to go with it. Okay. We'll keep rolling with it. <laughs> I am at Web Girl Morgan on all the things. I hope y'all come hang out with me, follow me on there and make sure to check out Best Bits, Just the Bits. It's part two. In case you missed anything from this week, you can hear all the actual segments. We just kind of talk through them on this one, and it's my favorite part of it. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And we hope from Abby and I and the whole show, we just thank you all so much because we wouldn't be able to go to the CMA Awards. We wouldn't be able to win one or anything like that without you guys listening and you guys enjoying the show and commenting and and just everything that you do. So thank you guys so much. And we love y'all. We hope you have a great weekend. I agree with what she just said. And the callers that call in and say congrats and like. That means so much. It's so nice of you yeah. to call in. Like, you don't have to do that. And you're doing that because we love you and we're friends. And that's why we want you to have the best weekend ever. We had the best week ever. We want you guys to have the best weekend ever. So love y'all. Goodbye. Yes, Bobby Bones. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.